Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, May 5th, 2022. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. So Ashley Steves and I woke up to some news this morning that we are so excited to talk Te- about. Technically, we didn't. Technically, we received okay, the I news was- very early the night before, like 1 a.m., but yes. Yeah, I was trying to, that was called acting. I don't do that. That was me acting. That, that's all you, baby. I don't do that. Okay, well, famously, we went to bed last night with great news, and then <laughs> everyone else woke up to really good <laughs> exactly. news today. Exactly. Uh, the day that we are recording, so the 4th, uh, but yes. the 75th annual Tony Awards will be hosted by Gay Rights. That's where it will be hosted by. Yes. (laughs) Uh, We are so excited to announce that Broadway's own Tony nominee and Academy Award winner, Ariana DeBose, will be the host, the solitary host. Yeah. So the ceremony, once again, will be broadcast live from Radio City Music Hall, where it belongs, in Mm -hmm. a four-hour television and streaming event June 12th, beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Nominations uh, for the awards will be announced May 9th. Is that still... Is that yep. still the case? Yep. May 9th, right? Okay, cool. Monday. I was like, everything's changed a uh, hundred <laughs> times. So Tony winner Adrian Warren and Tony nominee Joshua Henry will be presenting the uh, honors. Again, I thought that that meant that they would also be hosting, but honestly, nah. I'm thrilled. Oh, my goodness. Cheetah Rivera so award-winning Ariana DeBose will be. And, and also, she posted a really cute TikTok announcement mm-hmm. with past headshots of female Tony hosts like Glenn Close, Whoopi Goldberg, like a whole host of people, but and Rosie. But again, like mm-hmm. we often don't allow women to just do it by themselves. I know. Like it's it's usually like, oh, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, like it has to be a duo, yeah. it has to be Sarah Brellis and Josh Groban. And we it's are like more than this- capable of doing yeah. it on our own. Yeah, famously. So yeah. um we're thrilled at this announcement and we will be talking about it constantly. I'm really mad that I wasn't even told this as part of uh, like a, a distant inner circle. Like I uh, I thought I would have some kind of in and uh I didn't yeah, and I was very hush you know, hush. Just, this was very hush hush, which is kinda hot. Like it's a I, rare I really occurrence. It. It's a rare occurrence when that happens when at least one of the three or four of us have not heard the news before the news comes out. And you mm-hmm. know, the night before, as we said, was the earliest that we got this. It is good. It's a very good, rare decision happening Do we here. ever have a Met Gala attendee the day after be like, hey, I'm also hosting the Tonys? Ooh. Like, I don't think that's happened in history. That's a rare stat that I do not know off the top of my COVID I'm gonna go ahead brain. and say, Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm right. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I think you're right, too. And even Thank if you're you. not, it is fact. Now, I love last night when we got the news, we were all trying to figure yeah. out when the last time a woman hosted on her own was um, trying to figure out if it was Rosie, if it was Whoopi. I said, Whoopi, uh, never mention, never mind that literally last year that Audrey McDonald hosted. Uh, and we just kind of <sighs> forgot that those Tonys happened, I think. That. That is what it is. Yeah. That's all I want to say on that. it at all. Yeah, it's, it's been a wild ride. Uh, so, uh, keeping it on Broadway, Plaza Suite has extended for a third time and will now play the Hudson Theater through July 10th. The production previously extended through July 6th, but following the cancellation of a few of their April performances due to Matthew Broderick and Sarah Jessica Parker coming down with COVID, um, they extended, which I really, really love. Again, the mm-hmm. show has been bringing in, like, if you looked at the grosses yesterday, which I know you all did, uh, you can mm-hmm. see it was, like, climbing up there past the Lion King, like, with Wicked, yeah. um, you know, your main stays and you know what if they can bring that money into the hudson 
Let him do it. Yeah, they've been Neil Simon. Pull, Neil Simon, little <laughs> little known playwright. Yeah, I don't remember who mentioned it on Twitter. I think it was either David Gordon or Laura Collins Hughes. Basically, mm-hmm. said that we've just been indoors watching celebrities for <laughs> the past couple of years, essentially, and now it makes a lot of sense that, especially Sarah Jessica Parker, who's you know doing the and Sex in like the that. City, yeah, doing the Sex in the City again. Uh, people are going to want to see these people that, A, they're used to seeing and that they've been watching constantly in pandemic, quarantine, self-isolation, whatever. Um, it, you know, it makes sense that they're going to want to flock to the stage to see those people and shows like that, including Plaza Suite, are the ones that are bringing in the big money right now, which... A, a double-edged sword because then you have shows like, as Matt talked about yesterday, for Colored Girls having to close so early because those yeah. numbers aren't there. But it is really it's heartbreaking. Yeah, very heartbreaking. Go see it before it closes. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is still nice to see. I know a lot of people are conflicted about having major stars on Broadway sometimes. Uh, uh, uh. Um, and I will say this: self included. Go for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, fine. That's true. We both feel this way. Mm-hmm. However, Sarah Dan Jessica Parker yes, indeed. did exactly. not sing Tomorrow, Tomorrow, I Love You Tomorrow <laughs> for any of us to slander her Broadway not, status. Exactly. We're not going to shut her down. We're not even going to shut no! Matthew down. They both uh, are- yeah, something <laughs> depends. Depends on the mood. Uh, but again, that's the thing. Like, even though they are big stars, they do have their starts in theater. And regardless, they're still bringing this amount of money into the Hudson. And that is so, so nice to see after such a long period of dark. Yeah, exactly. So we, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take yep. it. I'll take an extension, sure. Hit but it. I will. Uh, let's go into it. The name on everybody's lips is going to be Emma Pittman. Why? Uh, Emma why? Pittman is the winner of the 2019 The Search for Roxy contest. So the cast famously follows the role of Roxy Hart. Um, it, it, they cast from this contest uh, in the company of the Broadway's Chicago, and she will debut June 6th with a two-week limited engagement uh, in the Ambassador Theater through June 19th. So go, Emma. Congrats. We love to see it. Yeah. So let's take a moment from the show to talk about our dear, dear friend who is probably 40 feet away from me, Robbie Rizal. <laughs> so as many of our listeners know, here at Broadway Radio, we love the cabaret scene. We love to see our friends shine. Well, coming up on the West End, that's exactly what's about to happen. So May 15th, our dear friend and close proximity dear uh, to me is <laughs> he is a critically acclaimed cabaret artist. Robbie Rizal makes his UK debut at Crazy Cox with The Inevitable Show, hailed as a genius at crafting an evening from Stage Buddy. The, the Inevitable Show is a carefully curated evening of chaos, unleashing his razor-sharp wit, signature medleys, and special guests at the famed nightclub. The NYC cabaret sensation is one part raconteur, one part stand-up comic, and one part musical storyteller, and one part dear friend yeah, don't miss the it perfect so recipe literally don't just don't not go isn't that a double negative so you should sure. go um but let's say that you're in new york city like you and i are right uh, yeah well we're very very fortunate because his new concert at green room 42 premieres june 11th called pretty witty and gay just in time for pride month so what are you doing this saturday before the tony awards 
you're going to see this show at Green Room 42 is what you're doing. Uh, get your tickets at, uh, for both shows, uh, RobbieRozelle.com slash schedule. That's what you can do. Go to Crazy Cox for May 15th. Yes. With special guest Aaron Lee Lambert from the Westons Hamilton. Or come June 11th, Green Room 42 in New York City. Or do Again, both. for more tickets. Do both, baby. Go, what are you doing? Take a flight. Go to London. Take a flight back to New York or, you know, Read vice a book. Versa. Read a book. Go see Robbie Rizal. Get two drinks and a ticket. For more ticket information, go to RobbieRizal.com slash schedule. So, reviews are in off-Broadway for Wish You Were Here, the new play by Sanez Tusi. It's making its world premiere at Playwrights Horizons, and performances have now been extended through May 29th. So let's talk about that. Let's get into some reviews. So, for a theater review from Mark Miller, says, uh, But if Tusi's thesis is friendship is essential in hard times, and it's sad to see it wear away, she might have bolstered it with stronger differences among the characters and more basic information about their existences. And not to be too harsh on the author, but I wonder if she's aware she's stolen the title, which you were here was a successful 1952 American musical comedy shepherded by Joshua Logan into a long run after a troubled tryout and still remembered for filling the stage of its Imperial Theater with an honest-to-God full-size swimming pool. I wish I was seeing that one. Weird. That was really strong. That's, um, a, harsh, you know, that's a harsh review, and also it's not yeah. like other shows haven't shared titles before. Right. And also, it's the name of a Pink Floyd song, which is one of my favorite Pink Floyd songs. So if we're going to really start splitting hairs on Wish You Were Here, it's kind of a phrase. So it's not like she stole the title from the show. Um, But anyways, let's get into the times. Um, uh, So this is uh, from the times. It's exciting to see a portrayal of the complexity of female friendships, including both the niceties and the petty rivalries alike. It's something I've been considering a lot lately in conversations with my female friends, how we have shaped and been shaped by one another, how we've grown into or outgrown the roles we've been assigned in each other's lives, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And then finally from Juan Ramirez from Theater Lee, is Wish You Were Here a profoundly moving work on the caliber of the season's English? No. Uh, English is the other uh, play that Sanaz Tusi yeah. has come out with, just so everybody's aware. Uh, no. Though it doesn't have to be, and that is a seriously high bar to clear. What it does is showcase the playwright's generic range and solidifies her acute skill at writing engaging, thoroughly real characters. One thing is clear, how lucky we are to live in a time when Sanaz Tusi is actively writing. Absolutely I thought that was true. Really supportive. Yeah, you know? that's a lovely thing to say and absolutely true. I'm very much looking forward to this one. Got tickets for the 17th. So I and I have heard absolutely nothing but good things from uh, good things about it other than that first review. Um, so yeah, very much looking forward to it. Yeah. So some more Off-Broadway news between the lines, which begins performances at Off-Broadway's Tony Kaiser Theater June 14th, has announced full casting. The production includes Ariel Jacobs, Jake David Smith, Vicki Lewis, Jerusha Cavazos, uh, John Repson, Julia Dam Murney. Yes. How are we just now finding out more Julian Murney news? I want Julian Murney news every damn day. This is not Broadway Radio. Yes. This is the Broadway news brought to you by Julian Murney. I want a Julian Murney digest in my email inbox every day. Julia Mur- baby's Julian Murney. Yes. Famously. Also in Alphaba. True. She, she can do anything. Also, she's in the very pilot uh, premiere episode of Succession. And if you, uh, if you go back, she really is. I don't remember that. She's She's onboarding all the people at the theme park. And you know who else is in that pilot? Raymond mm. J. Lee. There are so many True. random theater people in that pilot. It's kind of fascinating. It's also Drew Galing. The Gilded Age. And Drew Galing. 
Oh, <laughs> there's so many people. I'm selling everyone on Succession. How did yeah. we get here? Oh, Sorry course. about it. It's not a Succession um, podcast. Oh, but it could be. In other news, Signature Theater has announced the world premiere of Samuel D. Hunter's A Case for the Existence of God. It's received a one-week extension to May 22nd. The run officially opened on May 2nd at the Pershing Square Signature Theater. It was originally set to complete its run May 15th, but they're extending, baby. Uh, so go see it if you have an opportunity. Thank you have until May 22nd. God. Yeah, thank God. I'm yeah, glad they gave me an extra week considering I have to reschedule every show that I've ever had this past or, you know, the next week and a half. And I really, right. really wanted to see this. So thank you. There you are. So the Schubert organization, along with Stellar, they've announced this whole program, right? So they're going to present a full service live stream partner in, in conjunction with Stellar uh, for professional live entertainment organizers having to join, you know, forces with accessibility, with Broadway theater. You know, we've seen Stellar come out with some things uh, recently mm-hmm. and, you know, for theater accessibility. But what could this mean for like streaming Broadway? Well, the partnership exactly. will allow the continued integration of in-person entertainment streaming live for global audiences audiences. The Schubert organization has already started offering Stellar through Telecharge, as we've seen. Uh, Stellar mm-hmm. also has like, they know that their organizers could include uh, you know, more resources, marketing, venue rental, so much more. I'm excited for what this could mean. I totally. appreciate the announcement of it, but I'm like, glasses lowered. What does that mean, baby? Yeah, what shows are we going to be seeing? 100%. <laughs> it's kind of like, the, this could be something really big, and I'm yeah. very tentative when I kind of, j- when we just get announcements about things, because we've seen some previous streaming platforms to not be named fall flat in the past and not really expand the, the way they should. I'm hoping that's not the case, because, I mean, you have the Schubert or organization behind it, you should theoretically be able to make something really uh, profound and accessible out of this. And I'm hoping that's the case. Uh, So true, bestie. So speaking, we'll we'll kind of end some more on some Tony talk, right? Because we started the show this way. So Tony and Oscar winner Joel Gray will be honored with the Lifetime Achievement Award at the fourth annual uh, Cheetah Rivera Awards. Famously, if you remember, Ariana DeBose was honored for a Cheetah Rivera Award for her work in Summer, the Donna Summer musical. So Mm -hmm. I'm just saying this is like a whole, it's just, uh, I love award season. Just more gay Um, rights is basically what it is. We have Joel Gray and Ariana DeBose. Speaking of gay rights, like, Joel Gray, please... Ah! Please appear in the damn wicked movie. Call someone. Oh, please, God, I hope so. Part one or part two. Just, you know, hurry up. Oh, I forgot the intermission. The Cheetah Rivera Awards uh, is set for June 20th at the NYU Skirball Center for the Performing Arts. Nominations originally set to be announced May 5th will now be May 17th. So get your dancing in before then. So now some feel-good recommendations. The first is Stephen Sondheim's Old Friends, the Cameron Macintosh tribute concert. Stephen Sondheim was presented May 3rd at 8 p.m. at London Sondheim Theater and simultaneously screened uh, live at the Prince Edward Theater. But Playbill has posted a video highlight of the evening, including companies being alive. Merrily, we roll along's Old Friends. And you can hmm. just check the whole video out. But the concert included, if you remember, like Judy Dench, Michael Ball, Helena Bonham Carter, Petula Clark, Bernadette Peters. Like, there are so many people involved in this. So I hope that we're... Of and broads and we love to see it that's the way Sondheim's work should always be presented exactly so I hope we get to see more videos but I appreciate the Playbill posted this one yeah absolutely I haven't watched it yet because I am extremely bitter this week (laughs) after Uh, having to miss Into the Woods so I'll watch it when I'm 
you know, feeling a little bit more up to it and also willing to cry a bunch, I'm sure. Fair enough. So mm-hmm. speaking of uh, being bitter, um, bitter juice. Oh, Hello, do you like sweet. that? Ooh, oh. bitter juice. That's bitter what juice? I drink every morning. Well, last night I sucked on some bitter juice. Does that even make sense? Mm-hmm. I, no. I, 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 I think it does. Just not maybe in the context you're hoping. Oh, oh God, no, never mind. Scratch that. All right. So <laughs> last night, last night I attended Beetlejuice at the Marquee Theater. Now that they've relocated, um, I was super excited because I, I was with uh, my partner, obviously, who's very, very close to many people in the cast. But mm-hmm. um, we were so excited to see our friend Andrew Cober go on in the Maxie Dean role. And when I tell you, Andrew. Cober has a take on Maxie Dean again. He's a, he's a swing for the show. So it's mm. the first time I think he's gotten to go on, like, you know, for a couple of days in, in a certain role. Um, it was so much fun again seeing Alex Spriteman do the show is always a treat. He is insane. He's added even more comedic bits this time. If I you, heard it's gotten better. It's That's kind from of the people nuts. that I know that have seen it. It's, it's yeah. become even more of an experience and I'm very much looking forward to seeing it myself. You absolutely should. It fits in the Marquee Theater so well. I want it to stay there for a long time. Everybody that was there was ready for a fun rock show. And the people that came and like cosplay, it was just a really fun night at the theater. And I kind of needed it. So I want everybody to go. If you haven't already seen it, this is a perfect time to take a second and just like have a good night to yourself because Mm -hmm. it was, uh, it was, it was awesome. So I just want to say, everybody go see Beetlejuice right now. (laughs) You can see anything if you can. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. And on that note, thank you all so much for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. Don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on all social media platforms at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, but I mean mainly in my deathbed at No, This Is Ashley. Where I will be tonight, though, on Wednesday, May the 4th, be with us. And also this with comes- you. And also with you and with your spirit. Um, this comes out at eight in the Patreon feed. So if you listen to it on Patreon, you still have an hour and a half to get a live streaming ticket to 54 Below's 54, 54, 54, where one Grace Aki is performing for exactly one minute. I will be performing for exactly one minute, which is famously <laughs> something I never do. And on that note, thank you all so much for listening and we will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.